Hi everyone, welcome to the special simulcast of the uh, the Climate Change, the Real Story podcast, and the Doctor Robert Marks show. Uh, Doctor Marks, how are you? And I know you're excited about our topic today. Yeah, well, the topic today is is kind of like a little tongue in cheek, but uh, it's called "Clear in the Air," and what I mean by that, it has to do with the accusation of the climate zombies about vilifying cows for their flatulence. So that's the source of the title. That's a perfect kind of uh, funny one, but I, I want to hear about the cows and flatulence for sure. Exactly. The uh, The issue with flatulence is it always brings up all these fart jokes that everybody laughs about and nobody takes it seriously. I'm going to try to take it somewhat seriously and show you why, again, these climate zombies are, are way off base with this as they are with CO2. So let me begin by just you know saying that I'm going to nominate the United Nations for the Nobel Prize in Hypocrisy. Uh, they are currently giving the Conference of the Parties, it's called COP number 28. They've had 28 conferences on global warming and climate change. So it goes way back. It's become an annual vacation for many of these people. But think of, of the hypocrisy here. They are holding it in Dubai. Dubai is one of the most oil-rich and oil-producing countries in the Middle East. As small as it is, they have made their riches based on oil, and now they're advancing to tourism. Number two, the attendance at this is 70,000 attendees. You don't get to, to Dubai by rowing a boat or taking a, a, a train. You have to fly in. So think of 70,000 people on jets flying into Dubai and then flying back to their homeland, emitting CO2 all the way. And then kind of the humorous thing is that uh, John Kerry was in the middle of his um, explanation about the climate change and how apocalyptic it's going to be and was talking just about methane from cattle. And then uh, what happened, apparently he emitted his own flatulence. The people on each side of him demurely tried to disguise their um, disgust with the odor. Uh, he paused a bit and then uh, kind of went on. And, and the fourth hypocrisy is essentially that the elitism of these climate change zombies uh, is it while everybody else is supposed to not eat meat and eat veggie burgers, they were serving smoked meats, burgers, and steaks as the main courses in most of their their um, uh, uh, dinners and lunches and stuff. So you've got to put all four of those together to nominate them and probably win the Nobel Prize in hypocrisy. Uh, and, and the reason I'm referring to them as zombies uh, that you might think that that's a little bit cruel, a little bit uh, out of uh, character. Not true. What do zombies do? They crave your brains. They want to eat your brains so that uh, they can continue. The climate change zombies want your brains. They want to influence you. They want to take over your thought process so they can tell you what car to drive, how often to drive it, how to fuel it. They want to tell you what to eat and what not to eat. It's a matter of control, and, and that's one of the underlying things I want to get through. And, and why my book, Climate Change, the real story, the first one, and now the new one coming out, Climate Change, the hoax of CO2, I should probably change it to Climate Change, the hoax of CO2, and the hoax of methane. 
But uh, getting into flatulence, which sounds like a, a bad term to begin with, uh, the problem is cow flatulence has not been studied in the volume, the frequency that cows flatulate, uh, and uh, what it really does. Uh, however, human flatulence has been studied well. So here's a chemical makeup of human flatulence, which is a little bit different than cow, but not that much. The average flatulence of a human being it measures roughly um, 500 milliliters to 1500 milliliters. That's basically around a pint. Okay. It contents is 59% um, nitrogen, 21% hydrogen, 9% CO2, 4% oxygen, and 7% methane. Now, methane, oxygen, nitrogen, and hydrogen are odorless and colorless. So what makes them have such a foul odor? In there are certain sulfide containing things like hydrogen sulfide and carbon disulfide. That's what gives it the odor. So methane has no odor. Now, the reason that the climate change zombies are focusing in on um, cows is that they're an easy target. Uh, right now, they're realizing that the scientific pushback against their CO2 and the fact that all of the predictions about Arctic ice pack melting and the world boiling over from CO2 by 2015 and 2020 have since passed without these dire consequences. The earth isn't suffering from overboiling. The oceans are not boiling over as they predicted. So I think the public has generated a dubiousness, hopefully from some of my uh, podcasts and from my book, but a, a lot from other really good quality scientists. So what they're focusing in now is that methane, CH4, is a worse gas and the cows produce more, but more of a climate change gas. So, uh, but let's put that a little bit uh, under the microscope. Uh, cows are ruminants. A ruminant has four chambers to their stomach and they digest their food by fermentation. But guess what? There's 200 species that are also ruminants, goats, sheep, antelope, moose. All of these are ruminants as well. And bison, and speaking of bison, they are about the same size as a cow, perhaps a little bigger. They have about the same diet, grasses and, and grains. Uh, they um, have a, a, a stomach that is also four compartments. They are ruminants. And back in the year 1500, there was an estimated 60 million, 60 million bison roaming the plains of the United States. Now, you know, everybody knows that they were um, uh, nearly brought to extinction by hunters and, and pelt uh, people or gathering them. So guess what? That was also during the Little Ice Age. So we've got 60 million bison emitting flatulence with the same methane and perhaps more than our dairy cows do. Why did we have the coldest 300 years in Earth's history other than a major ice age? So a lot of their argument against cows in particular uh, has a lot of holes in it, like the Swiss cheese that cows even produce. So uh, the, the interesting thing I found out is that the if they're truly interested in controlling the methane, 
they're not doing that. And in the last podcast, I mentioned that uh, if our government is truly interested in controlling CO2, why aren't they planting trees? Why aren't they reseeding coal? Why are they not capturing CO2 that's easily given off in, in say, farms and such like that? They're not doing that because they're not really serious. The same thing with methane. Uh, it's been known, particularly by the European farmers, that if you add red algae or kelp to the feed stock of a cow, you reduce the um, emission of methane in their flatulence by up to 90%. So even though they claim it's a problem, and it probably isn't, they, they are not doing anything about it. Additionally, um, the, the cow's uh, manure can be processed into natural gas, which is mainly methane, and can be used. They're just not doing that either. Independent farms are doing that, and actually Exxon Oil is doing that to develop natural gas. But is our government doing that? No, they would rather tax you than do something positive. And, and probably the last thing I want to say is that if we look at the Earth's atmosphere, we have roughly 79% nitrogen, which is inert. We have 20% oxygen, which is what we really require from metabolism. And we have 0.04% carbon dioxide, very small amounts. But methane is 0.00017%. It's in trace amounts. It, CO2 has 680 times more molecules in the atmosphere than does methane. So if we're producing so much methane, it doesn't seem to be increasing in our atmosphere. And here's the one thing that I think these climate change zombies who are focusing on a methane so that the only way they can do that is tell you to eat veggie burgers rather than a real hamburger, tell you not to use any of the milk products and cream products and such that they produce, um, is the fact that methane is extremely flammable. You can go back to the fraternity boys doing fart lightings for their parties at times and gleefully giggling when a blue flame comes out. Now, I'll have to admit that I witnessed several of these, but I was not a participant. I'll have to uh, underscore that. So guess what? If the methane is in the atmosphere, every lightning storm that produces lightning burns up every bit of methane within a huge area because the heat of lightning is more than the heat of the sun itself. So methane from cow flash is nothing to worry about. We can do exactly what the elitists do in Dubai. You can eat a hamburger, you can eat steak, you can eat smoked meats, you can eat bacon and, and not have to feel guilty about it that they want to make you feel guilty. So that's all I have today, but I thought you'd enjoy a little uh, bit. Definitely. <laughs> so I guess that when we hear about that in cows, we can still have cows on this planet then, it sounds like. Yes, yes. All right. So cows will I'm not sure. become, we will not make cows extinct yet. Okay. Appreciate because it. Think of all the good things cows do. I mean, you've got milk, you've got meat, you have leather, baseball uh, jackets are made from that, hockey gloves are made from that, a basketball is made out of leather most of the time. So it just goes on and on, all the products that cows do, uh, they're barking up a wrong tree here. 
All right. Okay, guys, that was the special simulcast of the Dr. Robert Marks Show and Climate Change, The Real Story. Thanks again, Dr. Marks. Appreciate it. Welcome. We'll be in touch.